0: In this presentation, we will talk about what a qualified child is with regards to the child tax credit. Up to this point, we've been talking about the amount of the credit, some of the limitations for the credit. We've been talking about a qualified child to qualify for the tax credit. So now we want to determine, of course, what is it specifically to be a qualified child? What are the qualifications for the qualified child? This information can be found in publication 972, which we'll provide in your resources. Back to the text. A child qualifies for the CTC or child tax credit if the child meets all of the following conditions. So here are the conditions to qualify if it's a qualifying child. So remember, as we go through these, the idea is that we, we first think of kind of a dependent. We want to think, all right, is it a qualifying child? Because if it is, then there's his huge credit that we want to think about up to 2000 Uh, per child if it's not then you want to think about whether or not uh, the dependent qualifies for the other dependent credit so those two credits are kind of connected so anytime we have a dependent this is kind of the thought process you think you go all right well is it a qualifying child because if so you got this credit for the child tax credit or possibly uh, the additional child tax credit and if that's not the case then you make it a credit for the other uh, dependent credit so that's how you want to think of it we'll talk about questionnaires for that later so Here's the general rules. We'll go through the questionnaire that applies these rules in a later presentation. Number one, back to the text. The child is your son, daughter, step-child, el- eligible foster child, brother, brother, sister, stepbrother, brother uh, step-sister, sister, a half-brother, half-sister, or descendant of any of them. For example, grandchild, niece and nephews. So that's going to be condition number one for the child tax credits. Then we have condition number two back to the text. The child was under age 17 at the end of 2018. So notice that we have the specific age of uh, 2017 at the end of the tax year. We're talking about 2018 uh, tax year at this point. So 2017 by the end, uh, under 2017 by the end of the tax year current tax year being the 2018 tax year so note that this is a different requirement than the requirement to be a dependent because it's possible to be a dependent and not a qualifying child so we'll talk a little bit about that later in other words if they're older than than 17 then may not get the child tax credit but still may qualify as a dependent and may qualify for the Uh, dependent credit other dependent credit condition number three back to the text the child did not provide over half of his or her own support for 2018 again we're thinking about tax year 2018 here and that means this is going to be the amount of support they provide so if they provide more than half of their own support then uh, they don't typically qualify for the child tax credit and and again these are different than the dependent credit requirements But note, you'll see some kind of of ringings of similarities between the two. So the child tax credit did not provide over half of his or her own support, because if they did, then you would think they would be more uh, dependent on themselves and therefore uh, not be something that should be triggering a child tax credit. That's kind of some explanation or some justification, some looking for reason in the tax code, which may be a futile event. But in any case, number four, back to the text. The child lived with you for more than half uh, the year, 2018, for the math, so the year 2018. So, in other words, 2018 being the tax year we're talking about, they lived with you for more than half of the year. Now, there could be some exceptions to to the time limit that lived with you. So, if you have some unusual circumstances, then you can go into and look at the exceptions to the rule for that that particular Uh, area of living with you. So if there are some exceptions, some strange kind of circumstances where if you meet one through three and not uh, the fourth condition, uh, then you want to go and explore some of your specific kind of conditions to see whether or not you can uh, meet those exceptions to the rule. Condition number five, the child is claimed as a dependent on your return. So we can see publication 501 for more information about about claiming someone as a dependent. So notice that these rules here do not apply. They're not the same as the dependent rules. But the child needs to be a dependent in order to qualify for the child tax credit. In other words to qualify for a child tax credit. The person the child that would be qualified must also be a dependent. However to be a dependent the doesn't mean necessarily that they qualify for a child tax credit. Right? It works one way but not not the other. If they qualify for a child tax credit, they must be a dependent. <laughs> if they are a dependent, they may not qualify for the child tax credit. And if they don't, then you're looking to see if you can get the other credit, the, the other dependent's credit. Number six requirement back to the text. The child does not file a joint return for the year or files it only to claim a refund of withhold of withheld income tax or estimated tax paid so in other words the general rule here is of course that they don't file a joint return Uh, and if the child files a joint return why would they file a joint return it would mean that they're married so that would think that if someone is married if they meet all the other requirements meaning you would think they wouldn't be married typically under our culture because they would be under 17 so, you would think they wouldn't be married, and that this wouldn't be an issue. However, if there is a situation where they meet all the other requirements and they file a joint return, that would indicate typically that they're married and and if they're married, then you wouldn't think they're you would think they're not dependent, and therefore they probably wouldn't meet a dependence rule. But even if they did, for whatever reason, the specific rule on the child tax credit rule would be that if the, if they're filing the joint return, would not typically be uh, eligible with the exception here that you can then research that exception if it's applicable to you next item number seven back to the text the child was a u.s citizen u.s national or u.s resident alien for more information see publication 519 u.s tax guide for aliens if the child was adopted see adoption uh, child so if this applies If there's questions about uh, the U.S. citizen, U.S. national, or U.S. resident alien, then you can look for more guidance with regard to that information with the U.S. Tax Guide for Aliens, Uh, and the if it's an adoption situation, then you can go specifically to the adopted child. And again, you could find uh, links to this information on the publications, or just go directly to the IRS website and and research that information. So here's going to be the exceptions to the time lived with you. So you'll recall we had that rule that there's they they got to live with you for the majority of the year. Or specifically, if we jump back to rule four, the child lived with you for more than half the year. In 2018 being the year we're talking about the taxable year. So here's going to be some of the exceptions. We'll go to the text here. Exception to the time lived with you. A child is considered to have lived with you for more than half of 2018 if the child was born or died in 2018. So, of course, that's going to be the first exception. That so, in other words, of course, if the child was born in the middle of the year, then that's going to be accepted. They didn't live with you for more than half the year, at least not, you know, out in the house. or <laughs> something. So, that would be an exception. If the, and if the child died in the year, then, of course, that would be uh, those exceptions. So, uh, back to the text. And your home was this child's home for more than half the time he or she was alive. So when they were there, whether unborn or uh, before death, if they were there for more half the time during the year of that time period, then that would be one of the exceptions. So back to the text. Temporary absences by you or the child for special circumstances, such as school, vacation, business, uh, medical care, military service, or detention in a juvenile facility count as time the child lived with you. So obviously when we're thinking about they lived at home we don't mean necessarily that they physically were in the house all the time but that was their basically kind of you could think of it this is my terminology of kind of like their primary residence. So obviously if they're somewhere else on vacation or they're going to school somewhere else but their primary residence their home in essence is there then that would be kind of Uh, 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 a separation from the rule. So it doesn't mean uh, clearly from the most technical sense or uh, it doesn't mean necessarily that they spend that amount of time under the actual roof. In other other words there's going to be exceptions and they would be the ones that you would most think would be the most common oftentimes where the child is outside but still thinks of basically or you know that being their principal residence. So that's kind of again my variation on uh, (laughs) the wording of this exceptions of the rules.